This is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast, hosted by Roman Prokopchuk, bringing you all things digital marketing, tech, business, and motivation. What's stopping you from becoming relentless in all aspects of life? Are you ready to become a digital savage? Let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Roman Prokopchuk and this is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast. Today I have with me Trina L. Martin. Trina is an author, speaker, and consultant. She works with businesses and organizations that hire military veterans. She helps bridge the gap between the veteran and the corporate environment to develop them into the leaders they were hired to be. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you, Roman, for having me. My pleasure. So tell me a little bit about your journey. How did you get to where you are today? Wow, that's a big question. So just to give you a quick summary of my background, I'm, I was born and raised in Chicago, um, the youngest of four children. My mother was uh, very verbally abusive to me and that stemmed from, I guess, her not being happy with herself. But because I grew up with that type of mother and environment, it made me very driven to succeed. It made me a type A person. So I was the first in my family to go to college. I went to college and I said, I'm never coming back to Chicago. I ended up getting a degree in computer science. I worked for over two decades in the IT industry as a a programmer, Uh, joined the military after my first year in college because I needed help to finance my way through college because I was paying for my own college education. And did that, time went on. I'm 30 years into the military. I'm a naval officer, um, but I've always been driven to succeed. I, you know, did the corporate thing and I realized that that exact, that wasn't my full use of what I felt that my purpose was. So I decided that I wanted to turn that into leadership. And that's what I do, leadership um, development, consulting with business on that, because that is my passion. Um, Being in corporate, being in military, I've experienced poor leadership and good leadership. So I wanted to take what I've learned and help other people and help businesses develop leaders into good leaders. You know, leaders are developed. You can be a great leader, you can be a good leader, but I think if you have the right foundation, mentorship, um, training, you can become great. So that's what I wanted to do. So that kind of fast forwards and brings me to who I am today. Yeah, and I agree. I think I was going to touch upon it, but you kind of mentioned at the end, you know, some people are great leaders and some people not so much. And that's something that's coachable. I mean, some people are kind of, you know, have that natural aura when you're around them. They're, you know, take charge, take action, and you just, you know, want to listen to them in terms of their direction. And some people, you know, aren't as, um, you know, forthcoming or aggressive about, you know, a a leadership stance. So developing kind of those uh, leadership skills are important, especially when people either are in leadership roles or end up in leadership roles. And I think, you know, obviously a leader doesn't necessarily have to be a CEO or a C-suite executive. It could be, you know, somebody on your team just taking charge. Yes, exactly. And that's one of the common mistakes that I find with people in corporate. They think that if you're not a certain title or that if you came in the door that you don't know what's going on, you're not a leader. But in the military, you're taught to be a leader from being 
the E1 grunt all up to being an officer. And in my 30 years, I have learned things from enlisted people who have worked with me as well as people above me. Um, so that's what I wanted people to see and value and see that everybody brings value to the table and a position does not dictate whether you're a leader or not. Yeah, I agree. And I think you just also touched upon like everybody has something to offer in terms of a skill set. So just because you're not good at something someone else do- is, doesn't mean you're not good at something overall. There's at least one thing that you know you can call yourself an expert in or somewhat well-versed. So I think that's important as well. Exactly. So what motivates you to succeed? Um, The fact that I know that I was meant to do something great, something to impact people. And I always promised myself that I never want to be in my last few years sitting back and going, I wish I had done this. I should have done it this way or I could have done this. I don't I don't want to have any regrets. I want to play full out. I want to live my life. I want to do the things that I feel that God put me on this earth to do. And one day I want to sit back and just say, hey, you know, I I did. I played full out. I gave. And when it's time for me to leave, I want him to say, well done. Yeah, I agree. And obviously, usually individuals do not regret the things that they did do, either bad or good. I mean, obviously bad if it results in like a negative action, then maybe. But if it's a learning experience, then they take something from it and apply it to either avoiding that negative thing or making it something positive. It's always impactful. But like you said, you know, 30, 20, 30, 40 years down the line, you're going to remember and, you know, reflect on the things you didn't do and, and regret those things, not the things that you have actually accomplished or tried. Exactly. Yes. So what's one thing that you may have had as a weakness that you saw in yourself in the past that you've turned around and utilized as a strength today? Um, one of the things I touched a little bit about my background, about having an abusive mother who, and that abusive mother tore me down every chance she got. And I know some people it's hard to even think about a mother treating their child like that, but I was in that situation. So for years, I was very shy. I was very timid. I didn't speak my mind. And the military helped me with this going through the ranks to help me come out and speak. And then especially being a leader. So that's one of the weaknesses I I used to have because I look back now and I look at being a teenager, even my college years, you know, I let people run over me and I didn't speak up. And after things were done, I was like, oh, man, I should have said this. Or why did I let them treat me this way? So now I guess I'm more assured of myself. I'm confident in who I am and I make no apologies for who I am. So I I feel very comfortable in my skin and I'm glad that I'm able to just be who I am and not worry about um, what other people think. Yeah, and I think when things happen to you when you're young like that or any other parts of your life that, that are negative or traumatic, you know, oftentimes we either kind of put them in the back of our mind and try to forget about them. But I think eventually the impact, like you said, your behavior, the way you react to certain things and who you are as a person. So I think coming to terms and finding that thing that helps you through that, you know, time in your life that may have been negative or traumatic is really important in order to live and be kind of the full version of yourself. Yes. So what's one thing you have in terms of advice for the audience, personal or professional? Um, 
Well, I, I have a favorite quote that I always say, and it's by Nelson Mandela. And his quote is, it always seems impossible until it's done. And that's one of the things I always think about because whether you're on a personal journey or professional journey, we all have that negative self-talk that we tell ourselves, oh, I can't do it, or this person has more than I have, or I'm too old, I'm too young, I'm not smart. And that's not the case. And if you get out there and if you strive and you work hard and you put forth that effort, you're going to accomplish what you set out to do. And then you're going to look back and say, it wasn't hard at all. I, I did it. It may have, you may have taken some hits, some knocks, you may have to pivot or detour, but it's nothing that you can't do. Yeah, I agree. And I think uh, taking that initial step is the hardest thing to do. And oftentimes before you do something, you think, how can you possibly do it? But then when you jump into it, you know, when you start kind of get the ball rolling and, and slowly move forward, it becomes easier and easier. You know, like we, we spoke about on your show in terms of, you know, I never thought I would be a, a foster parent or have done some of the things professionally I've done. And I think the greatest kind of uh, achievements come in a time of, you know, tension or turmoil or, you know, one being uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. and, and I think to expound on that, I think we show ourselves what we're made of when you are uncomfortable. When you're comfortable, that means you're not going anywhere. Something is stagnant. You're not putting forth. Because to me, if it pushes me and if it's if it stretches me, I know I'm growing. I don't want to be stressed, but if it stretches me and it's getting me out of my comfort zone and I'm going, okay, this is new or I've never encountered this before, but let me let me see what I can do to overcome this hurdle or accomplish this goal. That's what you're looking for. But if you're always saying, oh, wow, life is great. Nothing's hard. This is easy. Then you're not putting in the work. Yeah. And you're not challenging yourself. And I think it's like a const constant fight to, to keep you out of that comfort zone. I know in terms of kind of uh, mental mindset and just, you know, getting in a motivational uh part in terms of my mind in the morning like oftentimes it's still pretty cold in the morning now so I'll take the dogs out in just shorts and a t-shirt and kind of just like you know shock my body with the cold in terms of getting some kind of perspective but it's one of those things that's you know a physical example but keeping yourself kind of uncomfortable not in a bad way but in a you know staying sharp and being able to stay motivated and focus on your goals yes Yes. And, and that's what it's all about. Complacency. You know, it, there's the, the quote and I don't know who said it, but it's, you know, nothing comes to a, a sleeper, but a dream. And that's true. And it's basically saying that you can sit and want and think, but until you take that action, nothing's going to happen. Yep. And, and you don't really know kind of your, your true ability unless you're tested. So, I mean, example I use a lot is kind of like that ship in the harbor you know you've never been tested in a storm and you know if you do go into a storm or you know a, a, a turbulent part in your life in terms of personal and professional and you come out of the other side whole it prepares you for some of the bigger challenges and things that you will you know have in life and I think the kind of the the perspective of you're not given anything that you can't handle. You might think it's so large at the time, but it's, you know, oftentimes you're in the right place or where you need to be. You know, I'm so glad you said that because I've been thinking, especially with the times that we're living in now with um, the pandemic and coronavirus um, and 
you know, I hate that people lost their jobs, people are losing, you know, their lives over it. But I try to look at things for, you know, saying that things happen for a reason. And this has given people ways to pivot and shift and maybe do some things differently. Um, it's a set setback, but it could be a setup. Depends on how you look at it and what you how you use this time. And that's kind of how I've been doing it myself as far as my business. I'm just like, okay, um, we're in this new new normal now and new way of doing business. Now, I could have taken this and said, oh my goodness, this is horrible. But I'm saying, okay, here's my opportunity to really get out and, and have value and impact people because this is when people need it most. This is when people are doing business, you know, remotely. Um, so there's... It's all how you think about it. It's the mindset, but things happen for a reason and it's not your circumstance, it's how you deal with your circumstance. Yeah, and obviously it's uncertain in terms of kind of the global economy because this is affecting, you know, almost every country in the world and how each country obviously in terms of globalization is connected. But if you look back to the 2008 and 2009 recession, there was about 10 to 12 now billion dollar kind of unicorn companies that were founded during that you know tough time in terms of a lot of people out of work and uncertainty so like you said i think it's taking advantage of the situation and just doing doing something positive rather than you know sitting and you know like you said you may have been laid off furloughed lost your job but i mean it's a perfect time to maybe pivot or see what's what else is out there maybe you have a skill set that you never thought you could you know harness or develop and improving in that because at that point when you become an expert in something or become you know highly sought after then you can command kind of the value that you think you deserve for that specific you know skill or service oh yes it's it's all about using the situation for your good so yes yeah, and then it's mindset. I mean, there's obviously plenty of people out there just, you know, sitting around feeling bad for themselves or, you know, blaming the government or obviously this pandemic. And it's it's just simply switching. It's not as simple as I'm making it, but switching your mindset is the first step to kind of getting somewhere positive. Oh, yeah. And that's, you know, Rama, that's with anything and not just this pandemic. And that's not what we're saying. But mindset is big. And that was one of the things that I had to constantly work on throughout my life is mindset, you know, not keep bringing up my past or living through that, but changing my mindset to know, okay, I want better. I'm doing better. That's why I became very driven. That's why I became the type A person that I was because my mindset was, okay, I always want to keep moving. I always want to keep going. And that's something that all of us can do, you know, in any situation, whether it's, you know, your personal life, whether it's this time now with your professional life and work, maybe work is not going the way that you think. And a lot of people um, use their job and their title as their identity. And you're so much more than that. And that's what I think people, maybe now this will make people see that that job does not make you. It is a resource for your way of life, but it's not who you are. And that's what people need to look at and start to really use it, like we're saying, to their advantage to pivot or whatever it is that they need to do. Yeah, and I think there's a large majority of people are working at jobs they don't necessarily want to be at. Um, so they're doing it out of necessity. They've come to a point 
where it's a little, you know, routine and, and complacent, but situations they can't leave. Maybe they, obviously they have a, a spouse. Uh, maybe they're taking care of a sick loved one. They have children that they can't just leave, you know, a stable job with benefits. And they maybe could have or kind of put their uh, goals and dreams on hold for that, you know, and a lot of people never get to go back and and truly undertake that. And this could be the situation where you pivot to what you truly wanted to become professionally and what you truly wanted to uh, to do. But it's simply that mindset. You know, you left something that may have not been the right situation. You've always wanted to leave that situation. And this, unfortunately, the circumstances has, you know, brought about the situation for you to actually get to where you want to be. Mm-hmm. So I really appreciate you stopping by today. Can you let the audience know how they can find you? Um, You can find me. My website is trinamartin.com. And there you'll find um, information about me and my programs. But I also have a podcast as well called Trina Talk. And I'm on all the podcast outlets. And I'm on social media. So um, I'm I'm out there. You can find me a, a slew of different ways. Awesome. Thanks again for stopping by. Thank you for having me. This podcast has been brought to you by Nova Zora Digital. Find out how Nova Zora Digital can help your company grow online. Learn more at NovaZoraDigital.com. Until next time, all you digital savages.